Online from New York City, border to border and coast to coast, you're connected with Tom Sullivan. Well, here we are uh, gathered around on um, this Friday, the fourth day of November, a year of our Lord, 2022. My name is Tom Sullivan. So I I have to tell you, maybe it's just because it's Friday. But I, I cannot, I cannot, I've lost interest. I, I, I am, I am uh, uh, watching uh, the uh, uh, Warnock, 44%, uh, Walker, 44%, uh, then Pennsylvania, uh, go all the various tight races, and they're showing us um, every day the percentage of the, of who's ahead and who's behind, and and that's all polling stuff, and it, it's it's moving uh, within the margins. And I can't take another story. I can't. Please, please, election day. Please get here quickly. So it's uh, yeah, I know. It's uh, everybody gets tired of this stuff by the time they get. No, don't they? Is there somebody that's? I don't know. I mean, it's. It it is what it is, and it's going. I don't know. The, I don't know about the persuadables. I, I know every every time we get this close to an election, they're talking about the persuadables. And I asked yesterday. I said, "Hey, anybody out there that hasn't made up their mind yet? Um, is there somebody out there that can be persuaded?" Uh, and I'm. I do not understand persuadables. I mean, either. You think Joe Biden is the best thing since sliced bread, or you don't. There's no uh, one day waking up and going, well, you know, yesterday I thought Joe was great, and today I can't stand the guy. Well, I, I don't understand. Or, or, or even better, somebody that's uh, a lightning rod, is, we're waiting, 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 uh, Donald Trump. That's why... You know, when when uh, Trump was running against Hillary or Trump was running against uh, Biden, it's not like Biden's going to say something and the, and the Trump voters go, oh, well, I think I'll change my mind and I'll vote for Trump and, or vote for Biden instead of Trump or vice versa. It makes it makes no sense to me. So I don't know who these persuadables are. Unless maybe I, maybe there is. Um, Maybe there's an area we can examine. You see where uh, Oprah? Oprah has spoken, folks. Oprah Oprah has spoken. And so she is now, uh, she's, she's backing up John Fetterman. And I, 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 I find Oprah... Fascinated. I know a lot of people over the years would say bad things about Oprah, and I always um, defended her because I, I don't know what her what her views are, and I don't really care. But it is amazing to watch in this broadcasting business how this lady had a little slot in Baltimore on the local news and turned it into a multi-billion dollar uh, conglomerate. And along the way, she 
Uh, and I don't understand how this works, but uh, she, uh, people uh, would would follow her and listen to her, mostly women. And they would uh, just, uh, and, and they, she, if she recommended a product, they would run out and go buy it. It was great. I mean, she had, she was probably the first big, and we have a bunch of them now on the internet, but she was by far, if you look under influencer, she had to be the first. So what's weird about the Oprah story is that she has also spun off Dr. Phil, used to be a guest on her program, and her company uh, put together um, the, the bones to make Dr. Phil a television show and syndicated Dr. Phil. Uh, Rachel Ray is another one that Oprah was responsible for boosting Rachel, making Rachel Ray a show. She used to stop by on the, on the television show. So it's, um, she's a very powerful woman and, and very powerful influencer. And what she says, I, I can't help but think there are people today, mostly women, in Pennsylvania that are going, oh, well, oh, I'm not sure. I don't like Fetterman. I'm not sure about Dr. Oz. I was thinking Oz, but uh, now that Oprah said... She's, uh, she would vote for Fetterman if she lived in Pennsylvania. Well, she doesn't. Um, I'm, I'm sure that will swing some votes. We talk about the political class today is um, they're wannabe celebrities. And that that's exactly what it is. They're wannabe celebrities. And I... You, you see it everywhere. You see it. I, I mean, it's, it, you go back to some of our early presidents that were uh, good presidents, bad presidents, but they weren't celebrities. No. They, I don't even, I, I presume they had celebrities then, but I don't know how. They didn't have uh, People Magazine. They didn't have uh, Access Hollywood. They, they had um, newspapers. And I, I just don't think that kind of delivers the celebrity punch. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe uh, there were some persuadables uh, by the fact that Oprah spoke up. Did, is there, is there, look, I am not going to give you uh, a hard time at all. I'm curious. If you would change your vote based upon what uh, Oprah Winfrey would say, I'm, I would love to find out why. I'd love to find out the, your thinking about if Oprah says it, then that's what you do. In any case, so, well, otherwise we got a bunch of people name-calling each other. We got the jobs report out, uh, which I will go over with you in detail today. Um, Twitter, the people at Twitter were told to stay home. Don't come in today, um, and and check your and check your emails uh, because they were supposed to send out um, uh, email uh, to people that were going to be losing their jobs at Twitter. I uh, find the Twitter story fascinating too, only because of the fact that they are uh, Musk is not a dumb guy. 
And I find I find the people having a meltdown about Elon Musk. I don't understand that either. Um, I, is Elon an uh, influencer? Not. I don't think he is like like Oprah. But the fact that they're talking about laying off thousands and thousands and thousands of people is fascinating to me. I, I thought you could run Twitter with like 20 people. I, I, had, I had no idea it took thousands of people to um, uh, run Twitter. It doesn't seem that hard. I mean, I mean, the guy has, has put $44 billion on the line, and people are criticizing him. Advertisers are pausing their advertising. Why? It's a bunch of a bunch of uh, companies that are afraid of their own shadow. Um, Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, Bentley—they confirm that they are pausing their uh, paid activities on the platform until further notice. Uh, General Motors says it will pause paying for advertising on Twitter while it evaluates the platform's new direction. I get Toyota. Uh, they're all Tesla, by the way, Tesla competitors. You think that has anything to do with look at look at General Motors? All their ads are about can you? Here's the new Chev- the electric Chevrolet. Here's the new electric Cadillac. Here's the new electric that everything's about their electric cars. And who 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 are they competing against? That would be Elon Musk. Um, the Anti Defamation League, which which uh, is focused on people that are anti Semitic. Uh, free press, I don't know what that is. Glad, that's the um, uh, gay, lesbian, etc., etc. groups. Um, they're upping their pressure on the advertisers to rethink about advertising. Why are they trying to tell these advertisers not to advertise on Twitter? I mean, if somebody, I, I know what they're worried about. They're worried that Elon is going to let people come on and say horrible things about gays and Jews. And I don't know what free press is. I'm not sure. Whatever. They, you know, various groups. I got the impression, we'll have to wait and see. But but I told you content management is a next to impossible task. But Elon Musk has already said we are not going to let this be a hellscape. We're we're going to make sure that it, it runs without being crazy. So I look at these um, these advertisers, and I, and I think worse of them because of the fact that they go, well, I don't know. Somebody might say something that might be offensive, and I don't want to have my brand on that. They are um, they're worried about hate speech. They're worried about um, pornography. I don't. I've been on Twitter since it started. I don't think. I mean, you can run into pornography a lot of different ways and a lot of different places, but I have never seen pornography on Twitter. Am I? Am I? Am I missing something? Am I not following the right people? So um, I wish Elon well, and um, oh yeah. They're also worried about misinformation. Well, we should get that lady back uh, that that uh, Alejandro Mayorkas hired to be the disinformation czar. 
misinformations are. There's, there's, I'm sorry. Uh, there's a lawsuit, by the way, going on in, I think it's California. California passed a law saying, doctors, you cannot give out misinformation. In other words, you must agree with the government's view on, on medical procedures and medicine and vaccine, or we are going, you're going to break the law. So, so much for free speech in California. I don't, the doctors are going to win in their free speech lawsuit. Anyway, that's on, that's on the rundown. Phone number is 855-295-6600. The problem is you've got to find somebody that cares. Tom Sullivan. Oh, by the way, um, so here we are. This is, uh, let me let me check my calendar again to make sure I'm right. Uh, this is the Friday before Election Day, right? And uh, we'll get into the money that the Democrats are spending. I, I'm sure the Republicans are too, but I have the, I had the, uh, the Democrat amount because they're spending uh, a lot of money on promoting, um, well, in the primaries, promoting the, the far right, nominees from the Republican Party. And uh, it just may backfire on them. But anyway, so we're up. I mean, this is this is like the big day, Tuesday. And where is the president? Well, uh, he's in uh, San Diego. And I'm looking at his schedule. He's not on today's schedule. There is nothing about some candidate uh, rally or anything for any candidate. The Friday before election day, he's not. He's not been. He's not going to any Democrat candidate rally. He is as we speak. Uh, he is going to be delivering about now a speech on the Chips Act in San Diego, because when you look at what people are really concerned about in America. And what the, is going to drive them to the to the polls and vote is uh, the chips. Yes, number one, people are worried about chips. So he's giving a speech on the Chips Act. Uh, then he's got um, an hour and a half to um, I don't know. Shake hands, find out where he is, where he's going. Uh, then he's going. He's going to leave in an hour and a half, uh, and getting out of California, he's going to Chicago. Uh, what's in Chicago? Well, he gets in tonight, a little after seven o'clock, and uh, he's going to participate in a DNC political event. Because in Chicago, they uh, it's really a, there's not a lot of support for the Democrats in Chicago. So he's going to where it's blue as blue can be. It's Democrat minus will be their headquarters. He's going to a place where there is no contest. Of course, they're going to vote Democrat in Chicago, but it's, it's not. There's no rally for one candidate. It's a DNC event. That's all he's doing today. I find this fascinating. 
It's it's actually they they know they rolled out Obama, they rolled out Hillary, they rolled out uh, Bill Clinton. Both Clintons are on the on the uh, they're going everywhere this weekend and today. They're they're showing up for all kinds of candidates. They're doing what Democrats and Republicans do. They support their own. So they're they they've rolled out the former president, President Clinton, former president, President Obama. Former, uh, almost, um, was acting president in the uh, Clinton years, uh, Hillary. There and, and they got Kamala running around a couple places, but they they do not have Joe going anywhere. Eight five five two nine five sixty six hundred. Dave in Georgetown, California. Hello, J- uh, Dave. Welcome. How you doing, Tom? Future president Good. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, right. I just, uh, yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I just, it gets me so upset about the misinformation. The left is the, are the biggest hypocrites. The people that believe men can get pregnant are worried about misinformation. It, it just kills me. Yeah, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. There is, a, oh, wait a minute, just a second. Who was it? That I have the article in my uh, a, a stack of stuff here today. Uh, New York Times wrote an article that they are stunned to discover that Biden puts out lots of misinformation a lot. They can't believe it. (laughs) That's all he does. It's crazy. If you tell a lie and tell a lie and tell a lie, it's still a lie. It doesn't become the truth. Are you sure? I thought it did. I thought if you if you re- repeated the lie over and over and over, well, people will believe it. That's for sure. I got. So that's I got why a, they do I got it. A question. Yeah. If uh, if Gavin Newsom runs for president, does he have to step down as governor? No. Oh, bummer. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I, was, I was hoping he would because. <laughs> The rest of the uh, country sees what he did to California. You know, I, I would think I, I would think that would come out if he wants to run. Got to run, but uh, thank you for the call. Connect and engage with Tom Sullivan on air, online, on demand. From New York City to the world, Tom Sullivan. Hi, world. So, um, yeah, it's a nice Friday. Hope you're um, hope you're uh, looking forward to a, a good weekend. So, yeah, they're rolling out. Uh, they're rolling out their. Uh, uh, well, <clears throat> Ed Morris, who wrote a great piece today about uh, the fact they're rolling out their stars, or or what stars they think they have, uh, except for Biden. They've got. Uh, even Kamala is out uh, hitting various places, and Hillary and Bill, and um, they they also uh, point out, uh, at least uh, Ed pointed out, the fact that um, so President Biden was in New Mexico yesterday, right? New Mexico is not 
a big contested state. What's what's contested is right next door to New Mexico, Arizona. Oh my gosh, the big the big race for the Senate, the big race for governor, the big race for everything, and is is Arizona is is uh, topsy turvy. And he was right next to it and did not did not put one big toe in Arizona. Uh, he went to Southern California to uh, go to this chips speech, and yet Southern California is Democrat country. So they send him to Democrat country. And then tonight, like I said, he's going to Chicago. And if if Democrats are worried about, um, it's, he's supposed to go. The, the event tonight, the DNC is having in Chicago, is to get out the vote rally. And if they're worried about getting out the Democrat vote in Chicago, seriously, with the with the the machine in in Chicago, they don't have to worry about getting out the vote. The machine turns the votes out there. Hey, you don't have to have people actually turn out. And uh, Obama, they're they're working his fingers to the bone. They, he's got to go everywhere, and um, fascinating to watch. I want to get into how much they're spending too on um, on races for Republicans. Yes, uh, for Republicans. Eight five five two nine five sixty six hundred. Kevin in California. Kevin, hello. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Hey, good day, Mr. Sullivan. Hey, I just want to speak to the American people. Aren't you embarrassed at Joe Biden? We're the laughingstock of the world. They're trying to fight us. We need to come together. We need to get and what's worse is what's behind him. If he goes out in that camera, it don't make no sense to me. You're making a yeah. fight each other, Tom. Yeah. It's a laughing no, Listen to him talk, he bubbles. No, no, no. Now if you vote if you vote for Biden, the world will once again respect us. Because the orange because of the orange man. You vote for Biden, the world will once again respect us. What happened to that? That was the promise. Yeah, well, I, he's been lying Biden forever, but that's okay. He got his shot, but he's not doing a good job. And if he thinks he is, you know, he walks around like he's something. I mean, I know he's the president of the United States, but it's a laughingstock, America. And the two well, parties are trying to divide us like we've never divided us before. The problem is, is that if he was, in, if he was hired by a company he would have been fired by now they 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 would not keep him in management so no. clearly uh because everything he's not getting the thing done and things are turning worse under his uh under his view but all right kevin I, you're 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 not alone my friend you are not alone um so there's a congressman from the hudson valley in new york uh, his name is uh, Sean Patrick Maloney, and he is the guy uh, in Congress who has been given the charge of running campaigns for people who want to be elected to Congress that are Democrats. So it's the Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee, DCCC. And so... Sean Patrick Maloney, who, by the way, is, is uh, maybe not going to be reelected himself, but he's from the Hudson Valley. That's just like a hop, skip, and a jump from New York City. It's very blue. 
but he's he also is in jeopardy. But anyway, he's the guy in charge with how to run the Democrats' campaign uh, for uh, election or re-election uh, in the House of Representatives. And they have spent, let me get my notes out here, uh, they have spent, they, in the primaries, they spent $53 million of donations that Democrats gave to the party. They took $53 million of those donations and spent them on Republican candidates because they were trying to pick what they perceived to be was the worst candidate, the worst qualified person, so that people in the general election on Tuesday would have a choice between some wackadoodle Republican and some wonderful Democrat. That was their theory. Jake Tapper kind of took Sean Patrick Maloney to task, asking, what are you thinking? Here's, here's the answer. By amplifying these election denier, deniers, aren't you holding responsibility to a degree for the undermining of democracy that you're also warning about? Oh, my God. Uh, Jake, we ran a true general election ad two weeks early calling John Gibbs an extremist who's too conservative for Western Michigan. Yeah, it's a boost. And Hillary... Yeah. Aren't you promoting these extremist, wild, mega, mega Republicans that the president says is uh, they're, they're, they're against our country? And they got campaign donations from the Democrat Party. And Tapper can't believe it either. And here's a little bit of what Joe is talking about. But there's the guy in charge of getting uh, Democrats elected to the Congress who spent $53 million on getting the most extreme Republican elected in the primary. Here's a little montage of the president. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. Extreme MAGA Republicans aim to question not only the legitimacy of past elections, but elections being held now and into the future. Yeah. So these people are bad people. We don't want them anywhere near running government. So let's give them $53 million to get them to get them to be uh, a candidate for the people to choose from. And, and maybe, you know what, maybe the Democrats were right. Maybe these candidates that they funded are wackadoodles. Maybe they're just crazy as you can possibly be crazy. But when a, when a person goes into the voting booth and they see somebody has a D after their name and another person has an R after their name, they may not know, most people don't do a lot of research, they may not know that the R is a wackadoodle. But they sure as heck are not are they going to change management. They're not going to vote for the D because the D's have screwed everything up. So if if they are wackadoodles, uh, they may get elected. Mark Thiessen weighs in on this whole thing. Their good strategy isn't going to work out too well for them on Tuesday overall. Uh, I think they're going to see a red wave like they've never expected. But, I mean, think about this. Joe Biden devoted not one but two primetime presidential addresses to warning the American people that MAGA Republicans represent a threat to the very foundations of our democracy. He's urged Republicans to turn away from MAGA Republicans and embrace a more mainstream type of Republicanism. But then he spent tens of millions of dollars, his party, trying to get those candidates nominated in GOP primaries. How can hmm. you at one point urge Republicans to reject MAGA Republicans, but then spend money promoting them? And, and on top of that, 
you know, so look, if you take, for example, New Hampshire, where they, they spent millions of dollars on ads, Chuck Schumer's uh, super PAC, mm -hmm. uh, promoting Dan Bolduck and over Chuck Morse, who was the Senate, um, the Senate majority leader in the legislature, and they got his nominee. Well, he's he's ahead by by half a point in the RCP average. So they may actually get a MAGA Republican elected, uh, which they said was a threat to the foundations of our country. So uh, it's a pretty dumb strategy, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, it's got to make you Democrats really proud. <laughs> you got to wonder, what was Sean Patrick Maloney thinking? And he's up for re-election. 855 295-6600. Stop yelling at the radio and get on the phone now. You're with Tom Sullivan. So uh, the Republicans are being funded by uh, the Democrats and uh, all in an effort to uh, <clears throat> invest in uh, the people that the Democrats thought were the, were the least likely to win. And some of them are poised on becoming officeholders uh, on Tuesday. Um, I, I spent some time yesterday talking about um, election deniers, and I, 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 I've repeated briefly today the fact that there are different types. There are the types that believe that Donald Trump um, won the election and will be reinstalled through some magical act uh, before December. And it's a lot of QAnon stuff. But there's a lot of the people that are so-called election deniers that are simply pointing out the fact that our elections do have um, a lot of holes and they need to be fixed. And that because of these holes and because of these errors, they are not it's awfully hard for a lot of people to accept the results of an election. And because of the errors, how, I mean, how big are the errors? How, you know, I, I guess I, I always fall back to show me, show me the, the facts, show me the evidence. And nobody's been bringing the evidence forward, good, bad, or indifferent. But we have a case out of Wisconsin. This happened yesterday. There is um, the deputy director of the Milwaukee Election Commission. So she's number two regarding running elections in Milwaukee. Her name is Kimberly Zapata. Well, she was fired yesterday because what she did was uh, the mayor of Milwaukee, Cavalier Johnson, uh, said that what she did, she was fired after she requested that three absentee military ballots be sent to the home of a Republican state representative. That representative turned around and gave the ballots to the Waukesha County Sheriff uh, the other day. And they fired the woman yesterday, the deputy director of elections. So the the state rep she said, I believe someone was trying to point out how easy it is to get military ballots in Wisconsin because registration for military ballots is not required. So a fictitious name and birth date is all that is required 
to obtain a military ballot online. So what this woman in the election commission did was request three military ballots. She must have used fictitious names and birth dates and had them sent directly to the to the officer home of this representative. And uh, I guess she was trying to point out and demonstrate the the weakness in this, in that they somebody could order up thousands of military ballots and nobody would know the difference. This isn't the first time back uh, this past summer, uh, Wisconsin prosecutors charged, uh, by the way, this woman not only was fired, but she's also being, they're talking about charging her with a felony. So nice move, lady. I mean, if you want to demonstrate, just bring it to somebody's attention. Anyway, last uh, July, uh, prosecutors charged a Racine County man with election fraud for fraudulently requesting absentee ballots for the assembly speaker and for the mayor of Racine. And he did it, he said, to expose the possibility of fraud. Well, now he's being charged with election fraud. So in other words, people are trying to say, look, at there are problems in our election systems, and you can't just leave that open. You have to fix it. And they are not fixing it, apparently, in Milwaukee. Uh, and this, these are the kinds of reasons why people go, I don't trust the uh, elections. I, I, at this point, I, 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 I don't 100% trust them. I give it a, a, a 90% trust, but I, I, there are opportunities for people to pull shenanigans. And that can disturb that the outcome of the election. That's why people say uh, are, are classified as election deniers. Um, speaking of election deniers, back to Mark Thiessen, cut 11, he's talking about Stacey Abrams. It's one other point also that Joe Biden is right now in Georgia, has endorsed and is campaigning for the election denier in that race, who is Stacey Abrams, against the candidate who stood up to the election deniers, Brian Kemp. And not only is he campaigning for the election denier, he's accused the person who stood up to the election deniers of supporting Jim Crow 2.0 and standing yes. with racists and segregationists. So the hypocrisy is very, very deep, and it goes beyond just the money. Yeah, sure does. Uh, speaking and the money, uh, dark money is, dark money is, is um, you can put together these uh, nonprofits in the Internal Revenue Code are under Section 501 of the code. There's a 501c3. There's a 501c4. There's a bunch of them. The 501c4s, you can collect money from people as a nonprofit, and you don't have to tell anybody who the people were that donated the money to you. So they call that dark money. And here's Mark talking about the dark money. I'm not so concerned about uh, about secret donations and dark money. The Republicans do it as well, and it's 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 an exercise in freedom. The Supreme Court has said that we don't have to expose uh, the names of, of donors. In fact, it's the Democrats who have have been pushing to make sure that all the names of donors are are exposed. So it's a, the hypocrisy again that they complain about dark money, quote unquote, dark money, but then they use it uh, to uh, to promote their candidates. Fifteen million of it. Uh, so you know, it, it, you, you got to pick a side. <laughs> are you for MAGA or are you against MAGA? Are you for dark money or against money? I mean, just choose. Yeah, uh, and he's right. Dark money is used. Uh, these 501c4s are used by Democrats and Republicans. 
Uh, one more from Mark talking about Joe Biden choosing to talk about MAGA and avoiding the whole subject of inflation. Well, also, it's it, you know it might help them marginally in a few in a few races, but it's not going to turn around the entire election for them. But huh, the reality no. is is they're, that they're they're in deep trouble going into this election. And the reason is you can see it in Biden's speech about the MAGA Republicans the other day because he didn't talk about inflation, he didn't talk about crime, he didn't talk about grocery prices, he didn't talk about all the mm. things that voters are saying they care about. So he basically said to voters. You are focused on the wrong things. Focus on this. That's my closing argument. And most voters will, uh, don't, don't take kindly to being told that they're focused on the wrong thing when they have to choose between gas and food. Yeah, it's fascinating to watch because uh, whoever is, is directing Joe Biden and giving him these speeches and assigning him the places to go, he's not going to candidate rallies. He's not going to a purple area that maybe there are some people that uh, it could be could swing over vote to vote to Democrat vote for the for the candidate that he wants. He's done, he's doing none of that. He's going to to deep blue places and and not doing it candidate rallies. He's going there to talk about the Chips Act today in Southern California. Uh, and his closing argument was exactly like Mark said. It was it was about the mega mega. And not a word about any of the top 10 issues that people respond to in the polling. We'll be right back. 